0: Hello and welcome to Beyond the Neutral Zone. I am Brandon, joined by my good friends Gabe, Tanner, and Ben. <laughs> Let's go. I'm, I'm I'm Gabe, I don't know. Gabe, Gabe kind of sounds smoother off the tongue. I don't know. That I, wasn't I, the case last week. I, what in I, the world? I don't know. I I, I still got to figure this out. Hey, my weekend just got better. <laughs> there you go. Bashing on the man's name <laughs> over here. I swear, bro. But I was smoother off the tongue last week. You're smoother off the tongue this week. Yeah, bro. I don't know. i mm. will figure it out. <laughs> anyway, we've got a lot to talk about today, college and NFL, a lot of things going on. So we're just going to jump right into it, and we're going to try to get this going at a quick pace, because like I said, we've got a, a lot going on here. So we're just going to jump straight into college football. First game on the docket, number 22, Florida at Kentucky. Man, I'm, hey. Hey. I am... A. What? A. I mean, I'm i happy. I'm happy. I mean, the thing is... is Kentucky wins 33-14 and Kentucky didn't even play their best game. Like the offensive line obliterated Florida and then uh, Ray Davis just had a career day, but the the passing game still is non-existent. It just doesn't exist, which I just don't see that continuing to go forward. like we've got our receivers are too good for that to keep happening. So in the game against Georgia we're gonna need that passing game. Uh, but my biggest takeaway from this game is that uh, Kentucky's won three times in a row against Florida now, and four out of the last five years. Kentucky is officially the better football program than Florida. We we have we have passed Florida. We are a better football program than Florida is, and I love it. It's fantastic. Like, it it has flipped. There was a saying back in the Steve Spurrier days about that Steve Spurrier always he would had this joke about Kentucky. And he would always say, like, well, they've got a great kicker, or, or they've got. He they said he's, it was punter. He's like, they've got a great punter. They've got a better punter than us. And like that was a joke he always said about Kentucky. Now it's flipped. Florida has a better punter than Kentucky, but every single other position on the field, Kentucky's better everywhere. It's fantastic. I love it. We're just a better. We're just a better program. It's that simple. It's a great day anytime Florida loses. That's true. Great day. I hey, bet. this week Florida and South Carolina <laughs> lost, and LSU to the hands of our team. I mean, I mean, what what a, what a Let's weekend, go. bro?
1: What a weekend. I'm I'm glad you guys exposed them cuz I I genuinely still think Tennessee is a better team than Florida. I agree. I think whenever we play Florida and I'm not I'm we don't I won't make this all about Tennessee right now, but I'm glad you guys exposed them for the team that they are because Florida is I will still say it's not a good team. You can I agree. give me as much crap as you want. But whenever we play Florida it I don't know what happens, but we they caught you guys
2: on that not that
1: one out of ten time
0: according to oh Brandon. You know you're going to well, beat Florida yeah,
2: nine out of ten times,
0: but there's that one time that, 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 that that's that, what, I don't I think Florida just wasn't it. Florida's not a great matchup for Tennessee. Like, I I just don't think that they matched up well. Which is you mentioned earlier that you you're scared of Kentucky. I I think that Kentucky's a bad matchup for Tennessee in a lot of the same ways that Florida's a bad matchup for Tennessee. Uh, 'cause Kentucky's not gonna let you run the football. They're just not going to let you do it. You're gonna have to throw the ball. Yeah. Um so it, it's gonna be that matchup's gonna be interesting, but we'll get to that down the road whenever that game comes up. But but anyway, Kentucky dominated offensive line looked like the offensive line back when Vinny Snell was playing like that just looked like the big blue wall was back, and I hope that that continues because if so, that makes a massive, massive difference. So super, super excited about that. Uh, we're gonna—I would love to talk more, but we've got too many things to talk about. We'll move on. Uh, next interesting game of note: USC number eight USC at Colorado. USC wins forty-eight to forty-one. Colorado was down big, made a a steaming you know, attempted at a comeback at the end of this game and they covered um, just, I, I expected them to cover, but I didn't expect um, them to be down as big as they were and then come back the way they did. I don't know if USC, was anybody actually watching this game. This was the, I was working plus this was the same time as the Kentucky game. So I actually didn't get to watch it. Did any, did any of you guys actually see this?
1: I watched the beginning and then quit paying attention. And okay. then I saw, later in the game, and was surprised whenever Colorado came back.
0: Yeah, I just don't know if USC took the foot off the pedal, or I don't know what happened. But I
2: saw it off. I mean, I was working, so I was running around. But, I mean, I saw a little bit of it. Okay. More of the end. I didn't really watch the beginning of it. I
0: saw the ending. I think uh, I think even with the loss, I think my, my opinion of Shadur Sanders grew in this game. And then my opinion of the Colorado defense dropped even further. I mean, that defense is just—it's really
1: bad. I mean, that's also probably potentially the number one offense in the nation. Also, that
0: they're playing against. <laughs> but it's two weeks in a row. You're playing against two two legit teams in a row, and you just you just they just storm race you, dude. Just do whatever they want to to you. Their so. their defense isn't good, but
1: USC. The USC's offense and Oregon's offense would do that to almost anybody. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I don't know about almost anybody. That's
2: literally the story of Oklahoma every single year, bro. Like, that is Oklahoma. Like, that's pretty much. What did Oklahoma, how did Oklahoma get brought into this? No, I'm just saying, like, that's, one, it's Dion's first year there. But I'm saying, like, if you look at a team like Oklahoma, they're giving up 40, 50 points every single game.
0: I mean if you're talking scoring, about Oklahoma
2: 5 years ago. No, now. Like even last year, even the year before. Like teams in those kind of conferences just aren't going to have You're talking about Oklahoma defenses. whenever
0: the coach the that's coaching USC right now. He whenever he was coaching 1000%. Yeah, that's yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's that's the way he's that's the way he coaches, that's the way he plays and that's also Big 12 football for you. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean if if USC plays against I mean Alabama is a little too obvious, but even if they if they play against Kentucky, they're not putting they're not getting forty eight points. If they play, even if they play against Tennessee, they're not getting forty eight points. Um, if they play against well, I was about to say Missouri, but they might get forty eight points against Missouri. Let's be honest. Uh, I don't know, but anyway, Colorado they've got playmakers, man. But if they if they don't, this year's not going to happen. Like because like the defensive line. If the other team has a good offensive line, they can just run the ball and do whatever they want to, and you just can't—they stop they won't be able to stop them. But it was still a valiant effort, great comeback. Once again, Dion has like—he's—he just knows how to motivate his guys, man. He knows what he's doing. Anyway, moving on. Uh, number one, Georgia at Auburn. Georgia was down big—not down big, but they were down for a large portion of this game. Uh, they end up winning twenty-seven to twenty. I'm even more confident in my Tennessee Beach Georgia pick now after
1: watching <clears throat> what, what, what do you feel about
0: Kentucky? You shut at up! Georgia? Shut I don't. don't don't
1: be giving me that crap.
2: No, I'm being no,
1: I'm being. Last time you guys serious, were confident bro. Tennessee, <laughs> they got blown out. So I
2: shut up, I stop. wasn't
1: the one that was saying that. It was this but guy. You said it too. I mean, he was a lot more adamant about yes. it. But yes, everyone here said it except me. Yes, but I've also been saying it since
2: the, since Tennessee's offense even took the field for the first time. But I just don't – Georgia I, – I think even Kentucky could get I, – I don't think – It's going to be
0: fun. It's going to be interesting. I don't to think – what they can do.
2: It's at Georgia, which makes it a lot more tough. Yeah, and that's another yeah. reason, I mean – Tennessee, Georgia's at Neyland. So I mean, did
0: did Brandon just give home field advantage to somebody? Is that what just happened? I think so night, a night game in the SEC does make a difference. You, just, bro, you have so many.
2: You've went from bro, you've went from saying home field advantage does not matter to like
0: giving eight different circumstances where home field advantage matters. A, a night, like, but here's the thing: you <laughs> I, night game in the SEC, it does matter. And I think it only matters in the second half of a close game. First half, it does. It still doesn't matter in the first half. But if it's a close game, it's gonna it's gonna matter in the second half. Says the guy that I'll... doesn't go
1: to football games, bro. That's facts. You cannot That's say true. I was literally at the game and kneeling like on Saturday, and you, bro. That South Carolina was rattled because of the environment, because of how loud it was, and because how how rowdy. Everyone in Neal's. I
0: could was. see that. Nealand's a different... there's a couple of stadiums that are different. Nealand is one of those. LSU Stadium is another one. Like there's a couple of stadiums Brighton. that that are different. I don't Alabama's probably borderline. I'll give Dude Brighton any credit. Like Tennessee wasn't good whenever. You realize Tennessee I was there. caused an earthquake when they beat Alabama last year, right? Yes, like, like Neeland is one of those like, stadiums that it, it matters. Is, yes. They're yes. they're different. Georgia's not one of those stadiums though. Mm. Georgia's not one. They're still gonna be loud. They're gonna be hyped, they're gonna make noise, they're gonna make they're gonna cause problems late in the game if it's close. They're gonna bark. That's people. why I'm saying I'm
2: even more confident Tennessee beats
0: Georgia. And they're gonna pee on fire hydrants. At <laughs> fantastic. fantastic. But yeah,
2: I mean that's pretty much all I have to say. The, like, literally nothing about Georgia has impressed the me. The
0: main each. thing is is the reason why Auburn had it lead most of this game is because they were just running the ball. They were running the ball on Georgia's defense. And if if they were running the ball, looking like being able to do that, I have confidence that Kentucky can probably do that too. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting, man. It's just going to be can our defense can our defense keep Georgia at twenty points or under? Can they do that? Because I think that's what it's going to take. Our offense isn't going to score like thirty points. That's not going to happen. But if our defense can hold Georgia to like twenty, we got a shot. Yeah. So it'll it'll be interesting. They don't really have any weapons at running back either. Right. Georgia or well, Georgia doesn't. Right.
1: – I'll, I'll, Dude, all their running backs are either hurt or I don't. I I don't keep up with them too it'll much, be, but I know like they like they have like three of their running backs are out for some reason. It'll so. be
0: interesting to see what Kentucky decides to do defensively about Brock Bowers. Like it, it'll, it'll be because we've got we've got some really good defensive players, great linebackers. My guess is is that we're gonna have Trevon Wallace on him most of the day because Trevon Wallace is a very fast cover style linebacker, which is like perfect what you want to be now Brock Bowers is still he's the best player in college football right now its I mean there's no debating that um he's still going to be amazing but I think that we may be able to keep it kind of in check maybe I don't know we'll see but moving on number 24 Kansas at number 3 Texas Texas wins 40 to 14 I think that this is I mean I kind of expected the game to be like this did you all expect that I yeah, Kansas, <laughs> cool story. You're not a top 25 team, sorry. Um, moving on. Number 23, Missouri at man, Actually, I don't even want to talk about this game. Missouri wins 38-21. I don't care. Vanderbilt's terrible. Missouri's overrated. Moving on. Okay. Next up, 13, LSU at number 20, Ole Miss. Oh, this game was crazy, dude. Ole Miss 55, LSU 49. Holy cow, man! Back at <laughs> <it> LSU. <laughs> They're absolutely no defense, which I know L- L- Ole Miss's defense isn't great, but Ellis, i didn't know LSU's defense was bad enough to give a fifty-five. By the way, how does it feel, Tanner, that LSU got forty-nine points against Ole Miss and Alabama only got seventeen? Like, like what well, is like? Does that worry you at all?
2: No, no, it doesn't worry. No? Me.
0: Um,
2: it doesn't worry me. I just. Alabama, the more that I've watched them this year, we just don't have that, we don't have that powerhouse offense like we had last year. Like, if if we, our defense is what's going to take us to hopefully an SEC championship or any possible opportunity of any kind of playoff this year. And we're just not – if it comes down to a game where we've got to score, you know, 35, 40 points, I just – being being realistic, I don't think we can do it, man. So, like, we've got to – we have to be able to keep teams under under 24, under 30. Right. I truly believe that. <laughs> I agree. Um, LSU's just I, – I just think LSU's wired different, honestly. that That's just – a completely different team, and I just think our, I think our defense was able to. I mean, I don't think obviously by watching the game, like our defense was able to make very big stops when we needed them to in the fourth quarter against Ole Miss. So,
1: you're right. I think I saw one of the funniest fumbles of my life, <laughs> and during this game. It's- when Jaden Daniels got rocked standing straight up, and, like, the b- the ball just went, like, flying in the middle. Like, it was, the guy didn't even, like, lower his, lower his shoulder. Like, mm-hmm. the guy that hit Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Didn't even lower his shoulder or anything. It's like, it almost looked like <laughs> you're playing backyard football, and your older brother comes up and just, like, shoves you over, and, like, you just go, like. You just throw, flail. Yeah, you just yeah. gain air, and then, like, yeah. So, Jaden De- Jade Daniels just flared, like, wait. Flailed. Flailed. Yes. Flailed. Words. Yeah. Yeah. Flailed, and, like. Anyway, it was it was quite humorous. That's like that's I feel like that has happened to Jaden Daniels like once at least once every game.
0: Yeah, he's got he, some he's got some interesting body movements. That's for sure. He either
1: does something stupid and yeah. just gets rocked, or like yeah, very strange. anyway.
0: By the way, uh, right before we started the podcast, Ben found out that he was. He's trying to do the over seven and a half wins for Ole Miss this year, but apparently he clicked the under. <laughs> yeah, so that's so, kinda unfortunate. That's unfortunate, man. Yep. Not great. It oh sucks. well. Too bad. It's probably why your odds were so good. <laughs> I mean it was fifty it was that was the where it was set at, so it's was basically was the it same, same either way. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Moving on. Number eleven, Notre Dame. At number seventeen, Duke. Notre Dame wins twenty-one to fourteen. Duke fought hard in this game. Um Valiant effort. Notre Dame just has a couple more guys. They were they were they're a better team than Duke. It's that simple. Uh, and, and Notre Dame's quarterback was kind of held in check most of the game, but the second half he made he made some plays that he he needed to make. So props to him. I can't remember his name. What's his Sam,
1: name? Sam Hartman. Sam
0: Hartman. Right. Okay, gotcha. All right, I'm
2: yeah. a big Sam like I don't like Notre Dame, bro. But I'm a big Sam Hartman fan. I don't like know much I, about Sam Hartman.
0: I really cool. like he what he, I'm He's likable. He yes. is likable dude. He really is. By the way, did you all see what the Duke quarterback's mom sends him every before every game? He told me this yesterday, bro. It's so she texted oh me says God. you
1: suck. Yeah, <laughs> before
0: before every game, she sends him a text message that says you suck. Love mom. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's awesome. That's a great that's mom, awesome. man. That's that's so cool. Anyway, moving on. I'm surprised that mom hasn't got canceled. I mean, I, I, I bet like, Zach Wilson's kind of, you know, in her DMs. If we're, if, 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 <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's probably true. We'll, get, we'll talk about that yeah. later. Moving Has on. any
2: story broke, by the way, about his... Well, we'll talk about that later. All anyway, right,
0: go ahead. Number 12, Alabama at Mississippi State. Um, Mississippi State, before I give the score, probably the second worst team in the SEC this year. Uh, Alabama wins 40-17. I mean... This was... I mean, did you even see this, Tanner? I watched a little bit of it. I didn't pay as much
2: attention to it. One, because I was running around. Mississippi State is bad. Yeah. Um, From what I did see of it, like... Well, coming, coming into the game, if we didn't win by at least 10 to 20, I would start getting genuinely worried as an Alabama fan. Like, I would. Like, this is... This is the kind of game where you have to win. I don't want to say make it a statement game against Mississippi State, but you have to win by a very large amount. Right, yeah. You
0: you just, you have to. That's true. It. All right, that's going to wrap it up for the college games. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, shoot. Wow, bro. Oh, wow, bro. You, oh, you, wow, bro. you skipped directly Damn, over I did not yeah. need to do that, I promise. I, wow. I don't know how that happened. Sorry. All right. South Carolina, at number 21, Tennessee. Tennessee, 41. South Carolina, 20. Game is so butthurt right Game. now, bro. Sorry, dude. I did not mean to do that.
1: Come on, dude. Yeah.
0: Tell I'll us stop. Tell you. how, tell us how this, you're feeling.
1: I'll I literally say before we start, this is the best weekend <laughs> that I have had in maybe a month. Okay. Okay. Ever, ever since football season started, right. okay, which has been... About a month. Yeah. Yeah, about a... Okay, all right, yeah. I'm sorry. And you skip over my team. Yeah. You don't give me a chance to talk I, about I'm sorry. it. <laughs> <I'm>
0: sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, oh, you get you get your chance now. Talk about it. Oh, it's Man, you, I you, you were you were in attendance. I
1: was in attendance. Okay. For the blackout, and it was great. Yes. It was fantastic. Yeah. It just Hey, anything. we're Super Bowl champions, baby. What that's a joke because Spencer Rattler oh. said, oh, it was their Super Bowl.
0: That's that's right, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Spencer Rattler, every time he says anything, he's less likable. Every, <laughs> He just keeps getting less likable every time he speaks. Oh, man. Screw
1: you, Spencer Rattler. Screw you, Shane Beamer. Screw you, Gamecocks fans. <laughs> that's for Hendo Cinco. Freaking nerds. <laughs> uh... I think this game, Tennessee found their identity. The defense played, I mean, it wasn't like perfect. It wasn't elite defense, but they played really well. The defensive line played well, which isn't saying much because South Carolina's offensive line is awful. Um, Tennessee ran the ball first and then ran the ball second. It wasn't like, I mean, they used to like the passing game some, but like our running backs are just. Legit.
0: Nice. I I want to say this about Spencer Rattler. Him making that comment about that that was Tennessee's Super Bowl. <clears throat> I I just I can't comprehend the the stupidity there because what they did last year when they beat Tennessee would they acted like that was their Super Bowl for sure. Like you said, they were smoking cigars afterwards. I, I think they're saying that's why. And and not just that game, when they beat Kentucky last year, they acted like they won the Super Bowl. And Kentucky didn't even have a quarterback in that game. So it's like, dude, you all can't do it multiple games last year and then, <laughs> and then call out another team. For doing something like that this year, I mean, come on, man! It wasn't even to the same level either as what South Carolina was doing last year. Give, give us a break, man!
1: South Carolina can't win the right way, and they also can't lose that's, the right that's way. That's correct,
0: and that that comes down to coaching. That's just whenever that's just their their personality is a mirror of their coach. Yes, one hundred percent.
1: Whenever they win, they they shove it in your face. And then whenever they lose, they don't want to give the other team any credit. What they want to come up with all these stupid excuses. Like when they lost in North Carolina, Shane Beamer had to pull the oh, the chain crew was eating hot dogs and whatever. Yeah, who cares? Like, bro, th- like that didn't lose you the game. Yep. come on. Anyway, I'm glad we beat the daylights out of them. Yes, I. The only thing that worries me, like I'm not, I, I'm not fully convinced that. Tennessee can, Tennessee's like offense and defensive line is legit and can keep up with teams like Alabama or Georgia. Can, they, I mean, not saying they can't pull it out. I mean, even Kentucky, honestly, like I said, those three games scare me, but, um, I lost train of thought, but, uh,
0: you were talking about the it, offensive and defensive line you're not sure about for Tennessee.
1: It was a good, it was a good win, a great win. Um, I don't understand why we dropped one spot in the AP. Well, kind of. That's that 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 in itself is debatable. We have to, we don't have to talk about that. But
0: right right, um, and right now, those rankings don't matter anyway. Who cares?
1: Um, the only I mean, thing was, that that
0: does is promote current games. Really, that's fair. Yeah.
1: Anyway, good win. All right. It didn't tell me as
0: like a ton, but anyway, let's move. Right. On. Overall, good weekend for the podcast and college football. Solid. Yeah, except for my bet got flipped. So it would have been a better weekend for me. Yeah, who cares? I I care personally. <laughs> All right, moving on. Into the NFL talk. And we're gonna jump right into the controversial one. We're gonna have a, we don't know how long we're gonna talk about this, so we're gonna get this one out of the way first. Chiefs at Jets, Sunday night football. Uh Chiefs win twenty-three to twenty. I'm gonna save Zach Wilson talk for later. Uh because I want to give him the the recognition that he deserves. I want to talk about controversy first. Okay, I want to talk about the end of this game. I want to talk about the officiating. I want to. I just. I wanted to see how everybody feels about this. So, so just to paint a picture, of everybody. Zach Wilson is playing probably the best game of his career. And Patrick Mahomes is playing probably the it's worst. Not probably he is playing the best game. He had a, his rookie year. He had a game or two that was really good, but I think this is probably better. It probably is his best career game. Anyway, and Patrick Mahomes is probably having his worst career game. Maybe you love to see it. Um, Jets have the ball probably like what eight minutes to go. Probably around midfield. Maybe like the other the the Chiefs forty, and then Zach Wilson muffs a snap. And loses the ball. The Chiefs jump on it, and so they like maybe like seven minutes, maybe seven, seven, seven and a half it was minutes, like seven fifty something. Yeah, and there were multiple <clears throat> points on this drive where they where the Jets got the Chiefs in third and very long, and every time they got to those third and very long situations, there was a very controversial play that ensued. So first, we'll just, we'll I'll do this in chronological order. It was like a third and like twenty-two or something, twenty-two. What? what is that exactly? What it was? Wow, and twenty-two. Okay, yeah. At third and twenty-two. Patrick Mahomes gets the snap. Is scrambling around in the backfield for a very long time. Felt like like ten seconds, which is insanely long in football. Yeah. Like a very long yeah. time. And about eight of those ten seconds, the first two seconds mm-hmm. this wasn't happening. But in about the third second. Uh, who's, does anybody who know who number eleven is for the Jets? Uh, I don't know. He, he he's he's working his way around the edge, and the left tackle for the Chiefs just grabs the guy's jersey on the on on the sides of his shoulder pads, and he's got him like vice grip, like just full grip. Will not let go. Enough to where it stops his momentum. The Jets guy guy was trying to continue going upfield, and his body got turned sideways by this guy just grabbing his jersey at his shoulder pads. And the guy's got his arms up, clearly trying to pull away from this guy. And if he gets around this guy, by the way, he's got a free shot at Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is either going to throw a stupid pass or he's going to take a sack. That's the only two options there. So, and this guy, the left tackle... Continues holding on to him. Number eleven is continually trying to pull away. This for for eight seconds it looks like is trying to pull away from this guy, and just he gets to the point to where he's so frustrated he just starts slapping the guy on the head. He just literally just starts slapping him on the helmet, and he can't get away because the guy just will not let go. And of course, Patrick Mahomes scrambles free, runs twenty five yards, and then. Does some kind of stupid celebration like like he's Superman at the end at the end of all this, and then you see a flag and you're like, oh, okay, at least they got the holding call. No, they call illegal contact on the defense all the way down the field, which we never even saw a replay of that. I don't even know like if that was a legit call or not. But even if it was a legit call, it would be offset. It should have been offsetting penalties, and you're back to third and twenty-two again. So absolutely just atrocious missed call. Like like there is somebody there's at least one official that had his eyes on that and probably two officials that had their eyes on that and they just ignored it they just chose not to throw their flag because if it happened for like a second or two I could see how officials can have their eyes looking at different blocks and they just happen to look away at that exact moment and they came back and that when they came back to look at it it was over but whenever it's going on that long there was probably at least two officials that saw it and just chose not to throw their flag because it's like, ah, third and 22. Patrick Mahomes is scrambling. He's not going to get 20. He's not going to get 22 yards. So I'm not going to waste our time with a holding penalty here. Whoops. Oh wait, he did get 22 yards. So anyway, so that one, that one, I think that was worse than the second, the second call that we're going to talk about this first one. It got less attention. But it's, it was worse than the second. The second one's bad, too. We'll talk... Okay, so next up, we got... I agree that one was worse. The next one was still bad, though. The next one is very bad, too. <laughs> so, this one's third and 10, right? Is this one? Third? No, it was third, was third and longer fifth, than that, Third too. and 12, third and 15. It was about... It, it was, was like third and... It wasn't 20. It was at least third and 15. Okay, third and 15. Okay. So, they... Patrick Mahomes... By the way, Patrick Mahomes looked awful in this game. I don't know what was going on with him. That's the worst game I've ever seen him play. This play, this was a terrible play by him too. I don't know what he was doing in this game. Anyway, he just throws up a, just a jump ball where there's two defenders and it gets intercepted. And and the Jets, and there's like three minutes to go in the game right there, and the Jets were going to have the ball on like the 40-yard line down by three with three minutes to go. Like, they get a really good chance to win the game. And they've got a great chance to at least tie the game in that in that situation. Anyway, but on the interception, all of a sudden a flag comes out, and you're like, "What the heck is this about?" And they call defensive holding, and I was like, "What? I didn't see any defensive holding." So like, okay, let's just let's wait and see the replay. We watched it's Sauce Gardner, which Sauce Gardner does hold. This was the probably the least like. The, like, the most minimum hold he's ever had in his career. Ever. The one time he does it. Yeah, they, I mean, throw the they throw the flag. Actually, <laughs> so do anything. He so, does almost so every single play that the they receiver? make a big deal about. I think it was Marquez. Um, was it? Was it about his hand? Okay. Anyway, so he, whoever the receiver is releases on a vertical route. And at first, Sauce Gardner turns his shoulder to force him to the outside. And then the receiver cuts back to the inside. And when he does, when he cuts back to the inside, Sauce Gardner's right hand is on the receiver's left shoulder pad, so the receiver runs through it, and as he runs through it, Sauce Gardner has his hand on the guy's left shoulder pad, and then as he's running through it, Sauce Gardner then releases his arm. And when he releases his arm, then they're just on a vertical sprint race down the field. That was the only contact that happened in the entire play. That was it. That was like I, and he called that <laughs> defensive holding. And if you call, if you let me make this clear for everybody, okay. I know that a lot of times these releases on the, by these receivers with the corners, like you don't see that a lot of times on TV. Like you don't know exactly what's going on. What you saw on that play happens every single release by every single receiver on every single play, every single game in the history of the NFL, every single one of them, you see that exact contact every single time, every single play. And they called that defensive holder. I I, I and by the way, that, that, that side judge that threw that flag, he threw that flag once he once the ball got launched as a sky ball up in the air. That's when he threw the flag. He threw the flag when the ball was skied up at the ceiling. I I mean come on, man. Like that was that was so bad, man. Like that was just an official knowing it's third and long and just begging for anything to throw a flag on and he just saw that there was a touch. He saw that Sauce Gardner touched the guy and threw a flag. Like I mean, holy cow man.
2: Robert Sala is pretty mild mannered, at least from what I've seen. Yeah. When you get Weird. when you get Robert Sala as hot as he was, dude, God. you know. Like it was bad. I've dude. never seen Robert. I maybe I've just never seen it. I've never seen him lose his temper like.
0: I've that. seen him angry. I've never seen him like that. And even, that animated. Yeah, even the anger, like, like you. I've only seen that a couple of times in his career ever, mm-hmm. and he has never been anywhere close to that. That I like, and and. Props to him, by the way. And once, once Patrick Mahomes got that last first down, and the game was over. and the game was over, he went and made sure that he got a penalty on himself because he wanted to let them know how mad he actually was. Yeah. Props, he I respect he, him for that. He waited yeah. until the game was legitimately over. There was nothing else they could do, and then he was like, "I'm gonna go stick up for my guys. I'm gonna make sure that they know they got this wrong." So. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, I, I feel I felt really, really bad for Robert Sala, man. Dude, I felt bad for Zach Wilson. Dude. Yeah. that guy was beating himself up. Yeah, on Yeah, he the really side was, bro. Yeah, which, which sucks because he's going to go off next week which, now. Which, which is, in <laughs> all honesty, guys, like, uh, well, I, is anybody before we get into Zach Wilson? Does anybody else want to talk about these officiating calls? No, they sucked. That's the uh, I have something. I mean, to say.
2: Do, do you like? Go ahead. Were One, you
0: joking or like... No, I legit have something
1: to say. Okay,
2: go
1: ahead. Go ahead. I, you guys might think I'm crazy for saying this, but I I legit... I 100% believe the NFL wanted the Chiefs to win that game.
0: Oh, yeah. I agree.
1: Why... Why? why the, the NFL does not want the Chiefs to lose when Taylor Swift is in the house. Yeah. Also because... Uh, I didn't see this on their Twitter. I saw a picture of it. They had Taylor Swift as their background on Twitter. On their Instagram, in the bio, it says the Chiefs are 2 no ass Swifties. What, dude, the NFL did not want the Chiefs. They wanted to do anything that they could to, that, uh, to words. They wanted the, the Chiefs to win that game, as long as Taylor Swift's in the house. That I agree with that. Way.
2: I've seen that game, and I, I know you guys aren't going to agree with this. I don't even know if I truly. The only reason that I believe this is because it was a one-point game. Obvious, the only game that I truly think that I've seen this this year, I'm saying this year, that officiating has had, or officiating has... Here comes
0: the Titans-Saints game. Dude,
2: that's what I was going to say. That call that they made against but it did, the did. But that didn't decide it didn't, the game. That's not what I'm saying. It didn't decide the game. Yeah. But I'm saying that literally... It didn't decide the game, but that really here's the thing that that changed the momentum in an aspect of it went from being a double digit game to, I'm pretty sure, a one-point game at that point.
0: I agree that that was a massive screw-up. I'm, I'm not saying that that one yeah. overshadows this. That I'm is not say, what I'm saying. I agree saying. that was a massive screw-up, but mm-hmm. what game is getting at is the possibility of po- kind of rigged. And I agree. That, yeah. what you're talking about, I don't think that has anything to do with being rigged. I think that was just <laughs> a massive screw-up. Yeah, 100%. Somebody completely screwed up, and then on the review, they wanted to cover the person that screwed up that bad. Yeah, that's why they 100%. didn't overturn the call. So that was just a massive screw-up yeah. and then a cover-up for the screw up. Mm. What Gabe's talking about, I I kind of lean with it. Look, okay, I have been, ever since I was about 14 years old, I have watched every single NFL game. Every, every one of them, man. I've watched all of them for well over a decade. And that entire time, people joke all the time, or some people may not be joking about, like, NFL is 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 rigged. The NFL is, is it's scripted. It's scripted. Yeah. That's the words that they, they, this is scripted for the whole season. I, that's not true. Okay. NFL's not, there's too many random things that happen every year. That's not scripted. Okay. But there have been a couple of games where I thought that the NFL protecting their own bottom line may have done something shady. Uh, one the the number one that comes to my mind is is the, the Saints and Vikings game in the playoffs where where Stefan oh, Diggs I thought you
2: were saying the Saints and the Rams game.
0: No, that one was just another massive screw up. But the 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 wall or the safety for the for the Saints he just straight up just took Stephon do, Diggs out. No, just dodged Stephon Diggs. He he could have taken Stephon Diggs out, and but instead jumped no, out of he jumped out of the way of Stephon Diggs. This the, instead of tackling the guy or pushing him out of bounds, he jumps out of the way. I that completely was, disagree with that. That, that was, was a sketch. dude mistiming his read and then being scared to death that he was going to get a PI call. No, he 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 the, he all oh, he was already catching it at the At the top, and then he was going to take his legs out, and before he took his legs out, literally did a roll dodge to get out of his way. That was super sketchy. Why would the NFL want to rig that game, though? Because the Vikings were hosting the Super Bowl that year. And it would have been. It was going to be a great storyline, and they were going to be able to. The ticket prices were going to be able to. They were going to be able to sell them a lot higher. If but the, Vikings, the Vikings didn't even make the Super Bowl. yeah, because the Eagles just absolutely obliterated in the next game. You can't rig that when one team's just obliterating them that bad. I, I can. Well, it's
1: like the the whole game isn't rigged for both these scenarios. Yeah. If if the Jets came out and were just like you know, obliterated the Chiefs, like yeah. there's nothing they could. They have have done. Done it. And the same same vice versa, and the same yeah. same same case. But if it, it gets close, where they're like. Hey, like, do anything you can to throw a flag. Like, if there's anything that they do that gives you a reason to, like, potentially, like, do it. That's what, that's, I follow more on that. If it would have been,
2: like, a flag drone, I can see your point. But, like, what do they do in that case? Like, walk up to him, hey, miss that tackle, muff that tackle. Like, no, that's not... That that is so, like I, 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 you can't. I there's so many random. Like yeah, if they yeah. would have been a random, card, if they would have been a random flag thrown, yes, I agree. But like, Look, how can how I'm can not, you
0: possibly? Not, I just I agree not, with
2: Ben. It was be, just a
0: missed tackle. I'm it not, was a terrible that was, play. That guy didn't miss a tackle. He jumped out of the way. I was <laughs> more inclined jumped. to say that the one against the um the Vikings Rams was. An absolute box. That's just that's just officials being too scared to throw a flag in a big moment. Dude, That's that was the most obvious pass interference I've ever seen in my life still to this it day. It was bad. Man. But here, Dude, here's the thing. It just cleared to out. I, I want to get... But the Saints and Vikings won. I, I'm not saying I know what exactly was going on, but something was going on. Something was going on in that game. Back to the Jets and Chiefs game. I mean, let I me. Mean, Point out some things to you all about this, okay? Ever since Taylor Swift showed up to that Chiefs game uh, last week, the first time, the NFL has been making an insane amount of money off of her. Like, just ridiculous. Millions of dollars because of Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. And they, as long as Taylor Swift keeps showing up to Chiefs games, NFL is going to keep making an insane amount of money if the chiefs lose this game to the new york jets in new york and whenever she brings her friend all her celebrity friends and everybody if they lose this game i'm not saying she's not going to show up to another game the rest of the year she she will she'll come to more games even if they lost this game but she's less likely to show up to each game at that point like once they lose a game she's less likely to show up going forward as long as they keep winning she's going to she may not come to every game but she's a lot more likely to come to games if they keep winning and the NFL wants her to keep coming to these games because they're making an insane amount of money off of her. So, and and if they lose to the Jets, people are going to be like, it. It's just it's a bad look for the NFL. It's a bad look for Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift if they lost to the Jets. And I thought I I I really really think that if the if the Chiefs lose this game to the Jets. That's minus. I don't know how many millions, but it is minus a certain amount of millions of dollars for this season for the NFL. I, I'm dead serious. If they lose this game, if the Chiefs lose this game, the NFL loses millions of dollars. It's that simple. Also, this is this is this is not the NFL. This is Vegas. This is the betting, all the sports books. But the NFL is has like major deals with them. So also involving money with the NFL, Vegas. The spread closed at eight and a half in this game. The Chiefs favored by eight and a half points. So they did all this, make sure the Chiefs won. But they also orchestrated it in such a way, it, oh, oh, before I get into that, in the betting, it, it closed to eight and a half favored for the Chiefs. At a, the It was about 90%. About 90% of the bets were on the Chiefs to cover eight and a half, to win by more than eight and a half points. So more than 90%. So the NFL needed the Chiefs to win, But hold on, we can't have them win by eight and a half because if we do, Vegas loses a ton of money. A like sports books would have lost an insane millions of dollars if if the Chiefs had won by more than eight and a half. So they orchestrated it in a way that the Chiefs win, but also don't win by eight and a half. It ended up absolutely perfect for the NFL. Like this is this is too many like coincidences at the same time. Like something is going on in this game. Like, this is, it's too sketchy. There's too many things, man. There's too many things going on. I, I, I don't know for sure, but I think there's a chance. I, 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 now, I, I think there's like a 35% chance. 35% chance that the NFL actually rigged this game. So, obviously, that leaves more likely that they didn't. But 35% is still insanely high. I, I think it's a legit chance that the NFL actually had something to do with this. And it's not a good look. Not a good look at all. But, I'm done with all that talk now. I get it. It's, 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 on there's the too f- many, too many coincidences, man. Too many. And the NFL had too much money on the line. There's so much money. Everything comes down to money, man. Everything. I get
2: it. On the flip side, though, and like, I'm not, I'm not taking anything. May- maybe, maybe I am when I say this, but I'm not trying to. On the other side of that, though, Zach Wilson did play a fantastic game. Okay, he did. Okay, on the flip side, all of those things happened because he turned the ball over. Well,
0: okay, you well, have you're, you're to. You're right, but like, but but the chief, I'm, but the Chiefs got the ball with seven minutes to go. They're I, not running that clock completely out without all those calls.
2: I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that.
0: But what yeah, you I, are.
1: What I. I get that what you're saying. But You're saying Zach Wilson is the reason why the Chiefs still won.
0: The the, the Jets one hundred percent deserved one more possession. What like you can't there's no way around it. They need they they should have gotten the ball back one more time. One hundred percent. There's no way around that. Yes,
2: they should because of the because of the third and twenty twos, because of all that. Yeah. But I, I get what you're saying. I, I do. You agreed with me last night. I I do,
1: and I'm yeah. not saying that I don't agree with you. Well, but. Wait, it sounds like you're disagreeing though. <laughs> I am <I, I'm, laughs> usually for you on these, bro. I don't, I I, I, I don't, I'm
2: I'm trying to figure out what yeah, you're trying to say. I'm this. not. I'm 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 saying I'm saying this.
0: Okay. I'm actually coming to Tanner's defense right those,
2: here. Those those plays don't happen. Yeah. If Zach Wilson doesn't turn the ball over to make
0: that happen. Hold on, hold on. But, but that's I think I think, that, I think hold on, hold on, let him let finish. Go ahead. That's he what
2: that's I what did. I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, I get it. Yes, those calls were absolutely terrible. Yes. Okay. But in a way, we are missing a a pretty big point in in this entire discussion. Okay? Zach Wilson, he played fantastic. I'm not taking anything away from Zach except this. When when push comes to shove, yes, the penalties, yes, all of that, yes, that is massive, game deciding, I'm not taking anything away from that, okay? But that does not happen if Zach
0: Wilson does not turn that ball over at that crucial moment. Okay, so you're saying it does not happen, but I think it does happen. Because if the Jets go score a touchdown right there, the Chiefs get the ball back. I think it still happens. Okay, but then you have a different argument then. Then you have a different argument
2: because – Wait, wait, hold on. What's the different argument? Whether Zach
0: Wilson screws up or doesn't screw up, it still happens. So what's the argument here? you You can't tell me that you know for a fact that happens. Dude, if it was rigged, it was rigged either way. Okay like but, whether, you're playing, but, but, score, but you're playing you're, you're but also, ifs. you're playing What You're not I'm
2: going by what actually
0: happened. Also, Zach Wilson turning the ball over with 7 minutes to go. He's <laughs> all his defense has got to do is get, hold him to a field goal. He still gets the ball back. If you if you turn the ball back over with 7 minutes to go, you're getting that ball back. You're obviously getting the ball not back. because unless the like, officials screw you over. That's and, that's, that's, and that's
2: and that's what I'm saying, but what yeah. you're failing to like realize is it, it, that doesn't happen did, unless he turns did, the ball Did
0: the officials screw the Jets?
1: I've literally
2: said that. No. Okay, I've yeah. yes, oh, literally no, I, said I, I, that. Shut
1: up. Like, hold on a second. You two sometimes explain your sides in the most horrible way possible. You just go I mean, back and forth. I've been very clear. Shut up. Uh, I mean, it couldn't be more clear. No, what, what we are saying is that they can't literally rig every single part, every single thing that happens in the game. But if there comes an opportunity to lean it one way that gives the NFL an advantage, that that's what they were doing. Taylor Swift was in house. Obviously, she's dating Travis Kelsey. They want the Chiefs to win because as long as the Chiefs win and Taylor Swift is watching, that's going to bring them more money. They, hey. that, but uh, but I'm not saying that Zach Wilson fumbling the ball is is where whether he didn't fumble it, who knows what would have happened. But they had an opportunity to To give the Chiefs an advantage, and that's what happened. We can, we can't and, we can't say we have 100 percent facts that that's how it was, but like it looked, yeah. it, it looked very much. And I'm saying,
2: I'm saying, like, I agree with you guys. Like, yes, those penalties were terrible.
1: <laughs> like they were terrible. Those were game altering. But you're like, not saying that they rigged the
0: game for the Chiefs to win. Can we just put it's, the gum controversy aside and what, talk about the football game?
2: That's kind of what I'm trying to do in a way. But, like, what I'm saying is, yes, those calls were terrible. Yes, they were legitimately game-altering. But those calls don't happen if Zach Wilson does not turn the ball over. I have are I, playing I, you, on what ifs at that point.
0: Okay, so you're talking like, about what ifs. Okay, so, so Zach, on what ifs. Zach Wilson has one screw-up in the game, fumbles the ball. That, that ensuing drive because of the screw up, Patrick Mahomes has his third major screw up of the game. But because the refs cheated, he this screw up gets taken off the board. Like uh, Zach Wilson does a screw up, Patrick Mahomes has a screw up. One gets taken off the board, one doesn't. That's what I'm saying. I mean it's it's kind
2: of hard to like. That's what I'm saying, man. Like it's kind of hard to. Literally, if, he muffed a snap. Yeah, like, what? What do you do at that point? You like,
0: can do all kinds of stuff. He, but they would have found something for Tom Brady. You, yeah, like yes, they would the,
2: create a new rule for Tom. Brady. Okay, here. So here's what actually happened. The NFL grabbed a ball off the Chiefs sidelines that was covered in slime. Okay, that ball was think, snapped. I it hit off Zach Wilson's you're, fingers, you're not,
0: man. Like, i agreed that the the refs screwed the game. You agree with that? That's,
2: th- yes.
1: Okay, that they did. Yes, they did. What I'm saying is... <laughs> yes, Zach Wilson had a screw-up. He did. You said that 50 times. Listen, I love you, dude. Oh I am God. always
0: for you. You you don't make any sense right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now we're going to talk about Zach Wilson. Wait, I'm just we're, done with this conversation. We're done with the controversy stuff. Zach Thank Wilson God. versus Patrick Mahomes. You're my brother, Anakin. I love you. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> Zach Wilson... I, I literally, bro, hey, I literally we're done. feel
1: like I'm making so much sense right
2: now. Not, like what? not at
0: all. Anyway, I'm we're, sorry. We're done with the, the
2: only thing I haven't said is we're done. The chief, Like the Chiefs bent the jet. Like the, the referees bent is the jet. not happen. Like that's Zach the only thing that, that I
0: haven't said, bro. We're like, we're done with that conversation. We're talking about Zach Wilson now. We need to give him some recognition. Zach Wilson, we love you. That dude <laughs> absolutely balled out, bro. Like absolutely not just like. Played better than Patrick Mahomes, absolutely obliterated. Patrick Mahomes was by far the better quarterback. Like, just not even, not even, like, they, they shouldn't even have been on the same football field. Like, that was, it was that big of a difference. And he was so much better than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes looked like, dude, I promise you, if this was flipped, if this was flipped, if Patrick Mahomes played the way Zach Wilson did and, and, and Zach Wilson played the way Patrick Mahomes did, people would be saying that Zach Wilson should never be able to take the football field ever again. He yeah. sh- he w- he would not be, the People would literally be saying that like, Zach Wilson should never step, be dressed in a Jet uniform ever again. Like That's how, how bad Patrick Mahomes played. He played that bad. And now Patrick Mahomes has had years of building up equity, so like obviously he's amazing. So he well, nobody's gonna say that about Patrick Mahomes. We're we're smarter than that. But Zach Wilson played the way that you would expect Patrick Mahomes to play. That's how Zach Wilson played this game, and like absolutely, I, he was so good, man. He looked he looked, and the, the biggest difference was he looked comfortable. He looked comfortable. He looked confident. When he stepped back after receiving the ball, his drop backs, he looked like he was in a rhythm. He knew what he wanted to do with the ball, and he delivered the ball with confidence. Also, there were several plays in this game where his offensive line let him down. And he had to scramble and do crazy stuff. And a lot of those crazy scramble plays where he got out and he had to throw a ball on the run, he delivered a perfect ball only for his receivers or running back to just drop it. Just flat-out drops, bro. So, like, his stats could have been even better than they were. Like, he did so good. We He did what we needed to see. Now, next week against the Broncos, defense, he's got to do that again. He's got to play... He doesn't quite have to be as good, but he's got to be almost as good. He's got to he's got to play well again. But put put back to back performances, man. You've got the perfect opponent coming up to do it. Do it. Put back to back together. Uh, that's all I got to say. He did fantastic. What do you guys got to say about it? Please oh. don't do that next week. <laughs> play bad next so, week, and then after that, just ball out. Zach Wilson only had like watching this game. He had two plays that I think he wish wishes he could take back. Obviously, the fumbled snap. He was destroying himself on the sideline for that. And uh, the good news for me, like Randall Cobb, all the receivers, even the defensive players, after they got over there, they were all like, "Hey, man, like stuff happens. You balled out this game. You're the only reason we had a chance." Like right. they were all trying to comfort him. Stuff. by the way, by the way, that it's great progression. The biggest progression for for Zach Wilson is that he he is blaming himself. Because what got him in trouble so much last year with the team was he was blaming everybody else. Yeah, I mean it's hard not to blame yourself whenever you fumble. Snap oh, right, thing. but he also was—he was the reason why they were. In the I get game. what you're saying, yeah. but go ahead. Um, the other one was whenever he missed Garrett Wilson wide open in the end zone. That was Which that was, was a that? tough play. Um, he did it to somebody else. I think he? it was play action, maybe. And then Garrett Wilson had done a double oh, move on no, outside, he and he him. just overthrew him. I no. mean, it wasn't a huge deal, but no, I, I'm that, saying, like. That wasn't a missed throw. Yes, yes it was. No, it wasn't. That yeah. was a hesitation play by the, by the receiver. It's insane. It's hard to get that timing that, right. That's, like, what that's what I'm, a, that's so a like, good play. They just missed it. That's it what that I'm simple. saying. Like, that's not a miss. There was only two plays in that entire game that I think he would go back and like change what he did or like how he threw the ball. Other than that, he played a fantastic game. Like, dude played awesome. And like you were saying, his offensive line didn't help him out. They did not make any improvements at all this year. Like, they are still awful. That offensive line is bad. Yeah. And he was still just making plays, rolling out when he needed to taking quick, um, getting the ball out quick when he needed to, um, just making good reads. And I, I forgot where I was going. Oh, another thing that wasn't brought up, I didn't even know this. Apparently, Nick Bolton didn't play in that game. I don't know why he didn't play in that game. That's the um, linebacker for the Chiefs right. that I was like so high on. For some know. reason, he didn't play. I don't he, know if he NFL, got hurt. Or, NFL teams have been doing that a lot this year, where players are, just aren't playing. You know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they're so, pulling some NBA nonsense where they're like resting guys. I, I don't. I don't know, but it's frustrating. I don't know, but anyways, Zach the Wilson. NBA League office called down to the head coaches and say, "Don't play this person." Zach Wilson absolutely balled out. Um, he played a heck of a game. Chiefs ended up winning, controversy or not. I mean. They won. After all that, and
1: they still talk crap about him after the game. Whoever the commentator, Rodney was
0: Harrison. About, dude, oh my god! I don't even gosh. want to say that
1: douchebags. What name. in the world was that? We're not. We're now? not mentioning his name on this Good podcast. God, man, yeah. You're, yeah, you legit look at Chris Jones and you say, "Hey, when you look back at the film, how you yeah. not tell yourself this guy is garbage, man?" <laughs> credit to Chris Jones, dude, for, yeah. for defending Zach Wilson and giving them credit where it's due. But holy crap, that. Uh, he's still going to have a job next week, but man, I wish he would get fired.
0: Yeah. You're not going to get fired for saying something like that, but people are going to look at you a little bit like, bro, what are you going on? Like, usually commentators are over, like they're too positive. Usually analysts, like they're too positive for most people. Like Chris Collinsworth, he's too positive. You know, Especially with a, a certain dude, team. Yeah, the Chiefs got I, I wish that we had a Jets fan on this podcast just so we could get their reading after this game. Because Zach Wilson proved that he at least could be the guy still. Like, he yeah. at least still could the be potential's the guy. There. But then There's he's also the one too. that fumbled the ball that, like, pretty much I know he did. Yeah, I think people are, gonna, to lose the game, people are fine with that. Like sometimes people have bad snaps, man. Like like bad. I know, but it happened. The fact that he had those like what three bad weeks in a row now, and then like oh he finally looks good. Oh he finally looks good. Oh we have a chance, and he fumbles. If if you tell Jets fans, if you tell Jets fans, hey, you all Zach Wilson is going to ball out and he's going to outperform Patrick Mahomes, and you all are going to lose to the Chiefs by three. I think the Jets are going to take that. The Jets fans they'll take that. I, I think they'd be happy with yeah. it. I, I, if I was a Jets fan, I would be happy. But, yeah. like, I also haven't had to deal with thinking that I'm having Aaron Rodgers, then he goes down, and then having to deal with Zach Wilson yeah. looking awful for three right. weeks. Because I'm also not downplaying. He did look straight out awful the first three weeks. I know it was against tough defenses, yeah, defense but he were, looked bad. Yeah, defenses were ridiculous. Um, plan. And then this week he at least looked good. He still fumbled the ball at the end, but he at least looked good. Yeah. So I, I
2: look, get you guys. Can we please stop acting like? Oh God! Can we please stop acting like? And I'm not take. I'm not trying to take anything away from Zach Wilson when I say this, but can we please stop acting like? When we say like he outperformed Patrick Mahomes, that they they literally both threw for. 300 yard, like Pat threw for 300, Zach threw for 400, Pat threw for three touchdowns, Zach Wilson threw for four. You know, they both had, Dude, z- like, can but, we, like, z- like I, Zach, I get.
0: You're, you're, like, you're, like, you're bringing up some, like, like, stats, <laughs> like, but Zach Wilson had that kind of game. Zach Wilson had that yes, kind he, of game where he it was, like, played
2: perfect. Like, he played fantastic, like, and I'm not trying to take anything away from him, okay? Like, it sounds, like, it sounds like you're great. trying
0: to take something away from him right Jesus, now. if you I would mean, let me
2: finish and stop interrupting What, what, what okay? could you
0: possibly have to say negative? If you would let me finish, I could tell uh, you, let's bro. Hear let's hear like, it. What's negative? Let's hear if it. If you, like,
2: Pat, God, Pat did not have a good game, okay? And the Chiefs won that game by three, Okay. When push comes to shove, once again, and like I said, I'm not trying to take anything away from Zach. He played fantastic. But when push comes to shove, the last, yes, referees did play part into this. But his last possession that he had in a critical game, that was a one-possession game, was a fumble, was a turnover. Right. Yes, Patrick Mahomes threw for one touchdown, two interceptions, like – when we say three, out, okay, three interceptions, three
0: interceptions that it got one got taken away. Yeah, statistically, it, it, was, it was really bad. Two interceptions. You're literally okay. arguing the same thing that I just said. I literally just went over this whole thing. Pat, and now, you're Patrick Mahomes it. didn't deserve to win the game. Zach Wilson did, but it got flipped. It just—that's the NFL. I'm not sometimes. even saying Zach Wilson deserved to win the he game. He did like, deserve to win the game. He he played better than Patrick Mahomes. He played yes. way better than Patrick Mahomes. At I, the end of the, the day, Isaiah Pacheco won the game for the Chiefs. Isaiah Pacheco, Isaiah Pacheco played amazing. Uh, yeah, he's the yeah. reason they won the game. I agree with that, yeah. but like He's the only offense they had. Like the only offense. Period. I would agree with you, but yeah. it, that was still the Chiefs, like yeah, they still they had to play well enough to be in it at the end of the game for the refs to make those calls. Yeah, it's not like exactly. the it's not like the Jets because Zach Wilson bought out the Jets just ran away with this game. No, Zach Wilson had to do that in order to keep the Jets in the game. Exactly, and he did. But at the end of the day, the Chief, the Chiefs still yeah. ended up winning. Some so. uh, it happens a lot of times in the NFL. The quarterback that plays better loses. Yeah, that, that happens. That happens. It happens a lot of times in the NFL. I think Tanner's just saying like. Dude, he's had three awful weeks and then he has one good week and now we're propping him up on a pedestal. Like, I get it. Because, but because the lights this is this is why it's so great. The lights were bright for this game. The, the moment was big and Zach Wilson stepped up and played his best football ever. That that's that's why people are so excited. That's why it's so great. And I also want to point out this that all the media, everybody that's been, more than media, everybody that's been hating on Zach Wilson all year long. About, so let's say, about about 25% of those haters are still hating hardcore, like the Rodney Harrisons, the people that are still saying, like, just absolute trash garbage. <laughs> there's 25% are doing that. Another 25% are like Tanners, like, ah, good game, I don't really believe in them. Um, and then there's another 25% that are, like, neutral, like, ah, feelings are still the same. And then there's another 25 that are that, that hated him before. All of a sudden, like, oh wow, I believe in Zach Wilson. This is I, I like, I actually think this guy's gonna be good. Screw you, that 25. percent No, you stay off of him. You don't get to have him. Okay, he's he's ours. You don't here's, you don't get to act like he's good now. S- stay, stay home. Here's stay back. my thing it's with Zach yours. Wilson. You don't get to jump on that bandwagon, bro. Stay I I have thought like I've believed in him from the very beginning. Like even whenever he was getting benched and stuff and looked bad. Like yes, he looked bad, but. I'm of the opinion you have to give the quarterback more than one year, especially if you start them as a rookie on a horrible team. Like, what are they supposed to do? Like Bryce Young, for example, this year. He hasn't looked great the first few games, which he's been hurt like this past one. But what do you expect him to do? He's like his best receiver is Adam Thielen. That's his best weapon on offense. Right. So, like, you can't expect him to look great straight out of the jump. And for me, after watching this game, my opinion really hasn't changed that much on him. I still think he's a young quarterback agree. with a ton of potential. Yeah. I still don't think he's fully there yet. <laughs> yeah, like you're right. He proved what he can be, but I don't think I don't expect him to play like that from here on out. Like yeah. I think he's, he's, he's definitely going to have, bad gonna have games. some bad he's going to have some bad weeks. games for sure, but every quarterback does. Patrick Mahomes did this week. Hopefully he proved enough this week that he even if it's not with the Jets eventually, hopefully he gets another starting chance somewhere. I, th- I think it's with the Jets, man. I I, I still think it will be, too, yeah. but the Jets fan base Aaron might Rogers, just be so fed up with that Aaron dude. Aaron Rodgers is coming back next year, and Aaron Rodgers is playing next year, but I think the Jets are just going to keep Zach Wilson there. Yeah, I think they are. I think they will, too, but yeah. the Jets, I'm saying the Jets fan base might be so fed up with that dude if he has a few more bad games that they single handedly force that dude out of town and if they do, they will never forgive themselves. Here's, here's, I will here's say that here's why I don't I don't think that they're gonna force him out. And here's why I think that Zach Wilson won the team, won the players, and won the fan base with the with two specific plays. The touchdown that he threw into the tiniest window ever to Alan Lazard, that oh, absolute sense. that missile rocket he threw, that touchdown followed by the scramble dive at the goal line on the two two-point point conversion right. Those two plays combined, he won the fan base over and his team over with those plays Dude. because because he proved that he has the physical ability to make those plays and the willpower to try to make those plays. Mm. That's that that's that's what everybody needed to see, and he did it. He, who cares if he has some mental screw ups going forward? He 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 showed you what he needed to show you. Okay? Going going back to that drive, that drive. Oh my God! Might have oh. been like. It is one of the best. It might be the best drive from a quarterback I have ever seen. Like I don't know about ever. I mean was, dude, we've seen Aaron Rodgers do some crazy stuff on I'm, drives. Okay. But, other than like the end of game, like leading a comeback type thing. Dude, those throws that he was making was like ever. he was just pinpointing them exactly if, where if they needed were, to be. If, Perfect timing. Like if ever. you wanted to say the best drive a quarterback has put together this season, I would agree with you. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying it was for sure one of the best. Yeah. And I'm like, for me, personally i'm not saying anyone else should have it up there but like it might be one of the best drives that I've actually just seen with my own eyeballs. Like watching the entire drive, yeah. I think he was five for five for seventy-five yards with mm-hmm. the passing touchdown, plus, and then finished the two-point conversion by running it in himself. At, at least one of those plays, also by the way, Makai Beckton got a false start on a first and ten. Like yeah. his his op- like you were saying, his offensive line was not helping. And they him. had like three rushing plays that
1: drive Did that nothing. went
0: like one went for negative yards. The other two <laughs> yeah. were stuffed at the goal. Yeah, like at I the mean, line. Zach Wilson pretty much did everything. Yeah for him. I mean Maybe. he literally went like five for five for seventy five yeah. yards and a touchdown. Now, That's like Madden. Yeah. That's now, like playing Madden. Now we're now I i I did say Zach Wilson did everything, but I, I want to point out his tight ends and his receivers made, made some it. made some catches for him. They made some catches. Yeah, sure. But but outside of that drive, they also had some drops that people just shouldn't have dropped. Um and one of the, uh, the first drive of the game that they scored a field goal on, where Zach Wilson scrambled, ran to his left, and then threw it to where his tight end dove. The tight end dropped. It. That was a. I, I don't call that one a drop. It was a tough catch, but if, if especially with a young quarterback like he made it a scramble play like that, yeah. make the play for your quarterback, man. Was like, the per- oh. was that pass perfect? No. Yeah. But the tight end play. still should have caught it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right. Love Zach Wilson. Uh, love. I mean, controversial. But at the end of the day, the Chiefs are a better team, so they should have won the game. But it's still annoying the way that game ended. But moving on, still great promise for Zach Wilson going forward. Uh, Good job. Uh, Anyway. All right, we're going to storm through the rest of these NFL games. Uh, Falcons at Jaguars. This was in London. Uh, Jaguars went 23-7. This game was only on ESPN Plus and Disney Plus. And Disney Plus was the... Little cartoon figures in Andy room in Andy's room on the carpet. That was the only access I had to this game, so I tried to watch it. Uh I watched it for like 10 minutes. The AI on that did not work. The ball did not match up with where the ball was at on the field. The players were like, it was just it was bugging out like constantly the whole game. It was terrible. The NFL like posted little clips of it on their social media. If they posted two plays. The two plays that it posted were the only two plays that it didn't glitch the entire game. (laughs) The play where B. John Robinson juked a guy out at the line of scrimmage, and one where Trevor Lawrence scrambled and ran down the left side of the field for like 20 yards. Those are the only two plays that it didn't glitch. The rest of it was a terrible viewing experience. It was awful. One of the only things Terrible. I saw from this game was a clip on Instagram. It was like a false start, I guess, or something. And it <laughs> said Imagine having a false start and then you see Slinky just backing it. Yeah. That was so funny. That was cool. Slinky being the, the first and ten marker. That was that was cool. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on. That the Jaguars play awesome in London. I mean, that's just what they do. They playing they're playing in London next week. Too. Yeah, who let that happen? Who's just like, ah, you know what? Let's let the Jaguars go to London, and then they can just stay in London, have all their practices and stuff. Yeah. Like the team that's going to play them next week is yeah. getting screwed that's over. Not, that's not really fair. Yeah. <laughs> all right, moving on. Dolphins at Bills. Bills win forty-eight to twenty. Man, the Bills look good in this game. Holy cow. Um. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, like, they just, my uh, Stephon Diggs, like, what was, I don't, I don't know what quarter this was in, but that play where he threw it down the left sideline and, like, just two people are tackling him and then he just, like, somehow just breaks free. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know what it is about those two guys, man, but the Dolphins didn't really look particularly bad in this game. Um, they, they didn't look bad. The Bills just looked really, really good. Um, Unfortunately, Tr- Tr- is it Tredavius or Tredavius White tore his Achilles, which really, really, really hurts the Bills. Like defensively, that is a massive deal, man. That's kind of what's kind of hurt them last year was not having Tredavius White because he tore his ACL, and then this year he doesn't have he they lose him again because he tore his Achilles. It's like, oh my goodness, man. He's such a good player, but ah, oh, that that's painful to see that. Anyway. Uh, anybody? You guys want to say anything about this game? Uh, not really. I mean, I guess the only thing Dolphins fans would say is "Boohoo!" They lost Tredavious White. Like we haven't had uh, Jalen Ramsey. But that's the difference. I mean, that's not the same level at all. Tredavious White is. I mean, Jalen Ramsey five years ago, maybe, but Tredav- like this, like right now, Tredavious White is way better than Jalen Ramsey. That's a way bigger. Way. I think it depends on how much Jalen Ramsey cares and who he's guarding.
1: If he's I mean, guarding he's like a star. Old.
0: For a corner, he's he's getting up there. Okay, but I guess we just disagree. All right, uh, Vikings at Panthers. Vikings, 21, Panthers, 13. Oh, my God, this was ugly. <laughs> think this is bad. Thing. I mean, these. I don't think either team really wanted to win the game. I mean, it's just like the offense is – I don't know what's going on. Like, we've always known the Vikings' defense isn't great. But I don't know what's going on with the Vikings offense this year. Like, I, it's just the turnovers are mind-blowing. I, I I don't – I can't figure out what's going on. I don't know what's causing it. I, it's very, very strange. I, but by the way, that, that pick six that they threw on the first drive, the 98 yards, 99 yards, whatever that was, Kirk Cousins got absolutely blown up on that. Did you see this? I didn't see it, no. And, holy cow. He he's like give him credit. He was hustling. He ran all the way down to like the other five yard line and in some corner sprinted out in front of the guy returning and just struck just Kirk Cousins. <laughs> no I mean, props to Kirk Cousins for the effort though, man. Like, I was actually impressed with them. But I I'm was also impressed with the corner that sprinted DK Metcalf style all the way down the field to just to knock Kirk Cousins down. <laughs> 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 um like, like we were saying earlier, Bryce Young is—he's not looking great, but man, he doesn't have any help right now. It's—it's—it's it's, it's not pretty. They—they uh, they need to be careful with Bryce Young this year. Like, don't get that guy hurt, man. Don't get him hurt or kill his confidence. Yeah, exactly. Okay, a uh, fun game, very interesting game. Broncos at Bears. Broncos went thirty-one to twenty-eight. Gabe, I want to hear your opinions before I talk.
1: I'm never going to root for my team to lose. Uh uh Our defense still sucks. We let Justin Fields throw for 300 yards and four touchdowns. Yes. Oh. Uh Yeah, de- our defense is oh my god, it's absolute garbage. It was really cool to see It was cool to see us come back. I mean, with their both sides easily could have just given up. I mean, it, when it came to crunch time and, like, we needed a stop, the defense came up and made, like, a couple, like, big stops and allowed our offense to to uh, make some plays to win the game. So, uh, it it shouldn't have been that close, but it was. Good job, Broncos. You you pull that. A win's a win. In the NFL, I don't care. If you're in the NFL, I'm a firm believer. If you're in the NFL, you might be a consistently bad player, but that doesn't mean you can't play to the level of anyone else like in yeah, the league. So, right. yeah. Just I don't
0: I don't know. We we, we I don't know. You anyway, can have you can have a good game.
1: I I have a lot of thoughts that I could I could go about, down a bunch of different rabbit holes.
0: My favorite part of this game, uh I saw another clip on Instagram that was like the dude faking a heart attack whenever he's like being mugged and he's like, Call the ambulance, call the ambulance. And it shows like the Bears up twenty one to seven. And it's like, but not for me. And then he pulls the gun and it shows the Broncos end up winning.
1: So, I was yeah. like, that's fantastic. Russell Russell Wilson has looked really good so far. Um it's just a shame that the defense can't and I do I'm not even I'm not even completely blaming a lot of, like, like the players on defense. I'm blaming Vance Joseph. And I've said this before, so I'm not going to go on again. I-,
0: I will continue to blame yeah. Vance Joseph. I mean, I agree with that, man. People are just running wide open. Like, they're just running wide open. Nobody anywhere in their area at all. I- it's... I can't comprehend it, man. I don't know what they're doing. It- it's bad. If... It's really bad. I mean, it would be one thing if, like, we...
1: Weren't the like one of the best defenses in the NFL last year, but it's just dude. It, when it's that dramatic of a change, you can't tell me that it's not the. Uh, you can't tell me that it's not the the defense. It's
0: got to have something to do with it. That's for sure. Uh, another thing I gotta say is like this is. I mean, this is a perfect representation of of why Justin Fields just isn't it, man. Like he's just not gonna work, even when everything is called perfectly for him and everything is done perfectly. The game is going great. As soon as the other team made it a game at all and the, there was any pressure on, on him at all, he just absolutely fell apart. Just literally throwing the ball backwards to the other team, giving him a defensive touchdown. And then and then just throwing it just atrocious interception to end the game. Like it's just like, dude, like but 300, 300 uh, yards and four touchdowns for a quarterback
1: should be enough to win the game.
0: I mean, that's great he and played, everything, he played. But, well. but all that was really early. Like, it was <laughs> early in the game, and things were just wide open for him, and he threw them where it needed to go. People were just running wide open. And it was like not even like scrambling, and then guys coming wide open. No, like the play, you just snapped the play, set in the pocket for a second, and threw the ball to people who are just st- by themselves. I don't, I don't understand. And then as soon as – the Broncos, like, just did anything offensively in this game. As soon as they were like, hey, we're not going to let you just walk your way through this game, that just a just fell apart from that point on. I, I mean. Hey, what
1: happened is the game flipped as soon as Sean Payton cut his sleeves off. <laughs> did he cut his sleeves off? There, There's a clip where he, like, he pulled his, like, Arms like through the sleeve, and he like had his fists like up to where like, I guess his forearms would be, like on the sleeves. And like one of the other coaches is cutting his sleeves off, so he like cut half of his sleeves off in the middle of the game. Interesting. I I was saying, I don't know at what point that actually was, but
0: interesting. I was so making, you're I was saying Sean Payton had some tricks up his sleeves, is what you're saying?
1: He did, and he pulled them out. All right, let me get these
0: puppies ready. <laughs> All right, next game up: Ravens at Browns. Ravens twenty eight Browns three. Uh, Browns announced that Deshaun Watson wasn't playing this game like last second, like like an hour before the game started. DTR is not it. <laughs> like holy cow, man. Um, yeah, that wasn't pretty. Not good at all. I don't even like. I didn't even see the Ravens off. I I saw Mark Andrews make a really good catch at some point. Uh, I and mean, then other than that, like I didn't even like. <laughs> Then Lamar red red zone didn't show this game like just this game just didn't exist on red zone. I don't like something. The Ravens scored twenty eight points and I still I saw one Mark Andrews touchdown. That's the only one I saw, and I didn't see hardly any plays at all. So anyway, yeah, Browns even with Deshaun Watson, man, I don't believe in the Browns at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe in either of those teams. Yeah, I agree. That division, I, 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 mean, s- I still think the Bengals are going to win that division, dude. You cannot still. I say I still that think should. that this this division is bad, bro. The the Bengals will turn it around. Anyway, moving on. Steelers at Texans. Holy cow! Texans went thirty to six. Yeah. Is it is it time to give up on the Steelers, Ben? Uh, yeah, I mean, that was... I did say I wasn't as confident in the Steelers as the Commanders, but, I mean, that that was bad. This, this isn't going to boost my confidence in the Steelers at all, but I do also want to put out, the Texans might be a good football team. They seriously might just be a good football team. Now, I mean. the Steelers played awful. I don't want to take any credit. Of what, like, the Steelers... Just, they sucked, to lack of a better word. The Texans might be a good football team, dude. I think C.J. Stroud might be a quarterback. I I, I, I'm not buying the Texans. I'm not buying C.J. Stroud. I, I don't buy it. Not one. I'm does. buying C.J. Stroud until he proves me otherwise. He's okay. already proved me otherwise. I mean, yeah. in my opinion of C.J. Stroud coming into this year was like, in college – Dude could place the ball wherever he needed to, and he had Jackson Smith and Jigba, so he didn't really have to make reads In the NFL so far, he's found some open guys, dude. Now, Nico Collins just absolutely went off. I don't know what the Steelers were doing, but that dude just destroyed the Steelers, apparently. I was playing against him in fantasy, of course. The one time that someone decides to start Nico Collins, of all people. Oh, man, that's rough. I was like, my goodness, but... Yeah, I th- I think C.J. Stroud might actually be a guy. Now, obviously, is he going to have some rookie hiccups throughout the year? Probably, but I I think he's here to stay. I think he's a franchise guy. So I still don't buy it, but we'll see. We'll see. Next up, Rams at Colts. Rams went in overtime, twenty nine to twenty three. This game shouldn't have even went to overtime. I, I don't know what the Rams were doing. I don't. The Rams started. That's absolutely were obliterating the Colts, just destroying them. And then they just stopped scoring. They just stopped doing anything offensively. <laughs> it's like, it's like what, I, I don't know what happened. And it's like, oh, yeah, wait, we went to overtime now? Oh, wait, let's bring Puka Nakua back. All right, now, okay, we win. Okay, that's it. Like, I don't know what happened. I, I Another rookie quarterback that people are going crazy about, I, I'm not buying Anthony Richardson at all. I just don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. Uh, I, I feel almost the same as Anthony Richardson that I do with Justin Fields. They are like... They're star players in themselves that have, like, enough flashes and can win a game or two throughout the (laughs) season, but they're not good quarterbacks, if that makes any sense at all. Like, as far as a quarterback to lead your team and, like, step up in big moments, I don't think they're that guy. All right, moving on. Buccaneers at Saints. 20, oh. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't I, – I agree. I don't think Anthony Richardson's the guy.
1: you could have moved on with you saying the last word, but you had to run your mouth, and then he's like, oh, I still don't agree. I, he he
0: agreed with me. He thinks Anthony Richardson isn't the guy. Yeah. yeah you know, not, never mind. I, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm C.J. Stroud has shown enough that I believe in him. I still don't think Anthony Richardson has shown enough. That's just my opinion. But. All right, next game. Buccaneers at Saints. Buccaneers went 26-9. to nine. Uh, it looks as if they probably should not have brought Derek Carr back for this game because he did nothing. Did Chris Olave finish with zero catches? Think he uh, one. he had one. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's unacceptable. I don't know. If he, he, goodness gracious. They, they should have had Jameis Winston this game. Derek Carr wasn't ready yet. But, my gosh, that was bad. That was a really bad performance. But, anyway. Yeah, um... With Jameis Winston, you may have had five interceptions, but you also would have had five touchdowns. Yeah. Buccaneers are a decent football team, man. They're better than I thought, that's for sure. But it was pure misery. Um, Also, not only was I going against Nico Collins, I started Jordan Addison and Chris Olave. Jordan Addison had zero catches. Chris Olave had one for four. That's rough, man. Yeah, that's – I mean, those aren't bad plays either. It's like just – that's bad luck, yeah. man. Moving on, Commanders at Eagles. The Eagles win in overtime 34-31. to <coughs> Ben, props to the Commanders, man. They looked good. Sam Howell looked good. That's a that's a valiant effort right there. I'm ready for the trash talk from the other team. I'm not talking um, trash. The other team. My opinion of the everything. commanders is higher now than it was before. Let's go ahead and get the trash talk out of the way, boys. Go ahead. Nothing, really. Nothing got it all out of the way before the podcast. <laughs> Here's
1: the thing. I'm just gonna be the better person and not do that to you. Yes. Alright. Even, anyway. though, even though from the get-go, I was always nice to you and you just for some reason wanted to shit on the Broncos <laughs> any team that I like. You for, I don't know what, something in you is like, hey, I'm, I'm just going to make Gabe's life misery when if, it comes to football. No, no, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know where this came from, Ben. But you
0: know what, I'm going to be the better person, okay? If it makes you feel better, I wanted to like the Broncos. I just truly, actually don't believe in the Broncos. There's
1: a lot of people that don't believe in the Broncos. Half the time, I don't believe in the Broncos. Fair actually, I, I don't up until <laughs> Sunday at 1 o'clock, and then I'm like... <laughs> Let's go, let's go, boys! <laughs> this defense is going to shut Dolphins out. We're going to start. No, they they put seventy. Oh, uh, that's heartbreaking. I feel bad for you, Jim. That, that also comes from being
0: a Vols fan. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um. Uh, what I will say seriously about this game, though, is I my confidence is actually hiring the Commanders as well. After this game, they looked good. Um, even that last drive, like. The Eagles had a chance to just completely run the clock out. I don't know what they were doing with that double move on the outside. The AJ Brown scored a touchdown. Whenever they did that, I was like, they left too much time. I'm actually excited. Like, I, I was agree. like, I'm going to see yeah. I'm going to get to see what Sam Howell looks like when all the pressure's on him and he has the chance to go down and make that drive. And he looked good. He he did it. He went down, scored the touchdown. Um he even like what impressed me was his ability to realize the play wasn't there and just throw the ball away immediately. He didn't waste time like still trying to run around and then force a pass that wasn't there. If he snapped it and rolled out and there was nothing there, he just tossed it out of bounds next play. Like he he just kept the flow going. Yeah. Um whenever they got that touchdown, I was like, "Let's go. They're about to finish this game." Why the heck are you kicking an extra point? Like, yeah. the, the coaches come out and said, oh, my offense was tired. They needed a break. Dude, if your offense is tired, their defense is tired. And if your offense is tired, what makes you think whenever they get the ball at, after the coin toss that they're going to be able to make a full drive down the field after they're tired? Like, if you do that, especially knowing that the Eagles are at home and you're the underdog anyways – Dude, just go for two. You have all the momentum. You just made a fantastic drive down the field. Their defense is gassed. Is your offense gassed? Maybe. Go for freaking two, dude. Like, it's... Oh. I agree with you. But here's the reason why they prob- he probably did it is a lot of times after that touchdown, the offense is too busy celebrating. And that, that play clock is running. And they're not going to be able to get set and get that play in. it. I mean, did you... The commanders weren't really celebrating that much, dude. They were like, they just kind of huddled back. Like, honestly, I think Sam Howell was prepared to go for it. I think Sam Howell wanted Maybe to go wanted for it. it. And the coach just was like, no, kick the extra My point. bigger problem was whenever they had like a fourth and one at overtime and punted the ball. That's, yeah. That's I, when I'm like, I didn't like that what are you doing? dude? You, you lose. Going, you, if you punt that ball, you, you lose. lose. That going some, back to that third down play, oh, my, what a fantastic throw from Sam Howell. And it was a fantastic catch from Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin even caught the ball and, like, touched one toe down. And he was so, like, you could even tell his eyes were focused on getting his other foot down. He just landed on the dude's (laughs) arm. (laughs) If the dude's arm wasn't there, it's a catch, bro. I completely agree. That was crazy. What a weird play. Everything – Terry McLaurin did everything he was supposed to do. Sam Howell did everything he was supposed to do. His foot just came down on the dude's arm, and even still, it was like a few, maybe an inch. You could say probably it was probably an inch out of bounds. Like not even an inch. Oh my like goodness! Like a millimeter. If yeah. the dude's arm just isn't under his cleat, also, I don't know how that dude's forearm wasn't bleeding. He just got a metal <laughs> like, straight to the. Floor. It's not metal. It's not metal, but it 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 still hurts. Yeah. Bad, so. so that, that's pretty much all I have to say about it. That yeah. third down was heartbreaking. It, you can make the argument go for it on fourth down for sure. Um, just go for two and you don't have to worry about any of that stuff happening. You either win the game there or you lose the game there. No I one agree. no one faults you for going for two and not getting it in that situation. I, agree. I completely so. agree. Uh, I come away with it thinking that the Commanders are a, a decent football team. Say think the Commanders are decent. I do. So. Fair <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, like that, that's a lot coming from Tanner. We'll <laughs> take that. <laughs> Are they better than the Vikings? Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> it depends on if Kirk Cousins is going to throw forage. Okay. All now, right, moving on to the game, Tanner does care about. Bengals at the Titans. The Titans win twenty-seven to three. Walk us through it, Tanner. We don't got a lot of time, but give us your main points. I don't know. I kind of. I have mixed feel about feelings
2: about it in the Aspen. The only aspect of the Bengals haven't looked like the Bengals this year. Right. But on the flip side of that, they're still freaking Bengals. So I'm going to get excited. Right. Um, yeah, like that's that's the offense that I knew we could have. Because it looked just so freaking good. It was just, oh it was just Derrick God, Henry it. saying,
0: absolutely screw you, no. I'm going to tank you. Well, and then the, the play Derrick action Henry off that. that no, no, no. Like, it, was, it was actually the opposite then. The, yeah. pl- the play action came first. Yeah. And yeah. then the Derrick Henry run and came after that. Tajay Spears was looking fantastic. Yeah, Tajay Spears. I mean,
2: DeAndre made a couple really, really big catches. He actually I mean,
0: dropped some too. To he wasn't even in this game. Yeah. That's crazy. Tim Kelly called up. a
2: fantastic game. Our pass rush was really disrupting. The uh, first drive scared me a little bit, but, like, I, honestly, I love everything that I saw in this game. Hopefully, Arden Key's okay and he's not He's not super banged up because I know that he went down toward the end of the game. But, honestly, I like everything that I saw from the Titans in this game. He looks good, man. Um, yeah, that's the that's the
0: Titans team that, like... That's a Titans team that I can get excited about. I think, like, like you were talking about, the Bengals' first drive defensively I think the Titans' play calling was terrible. Yeah. But everything after that, offensively and defensively, I think the play it calling was it. perfect. So, they did everything they were supposed to do. It was That was yeah. great. It really was. why can't they do that when they're not the home underdog? Like, why do they always do that when they're the home underdog? Look, I literally told you guys on Wednesday with this podcast, (laughs)
2: this is the game that I can see the Titans winning. Just like we won it, bro. Because it's the games that people don't expect the Titans to win that they win.
0: I felt confident enough in this game to put all $10 straight up on the Titans winning. Not even the money line. like. I put it straight up. Yeah, I'm. I'm meant to say the it's spread. Spread. Yeah. But like, I put all ten dollars that we are capping ourselves at on the Titans to straight up win this game. Smart man. Yeah. So it worked out. It's a bet on the Titans at home if they're underdogs. It's just, <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's consistent, man. It really is. Moving on. Raiders at Chargers. Chargers win twenty four to seventeen. Justin Herbert pretty much won this game by himself in this game. He just it's like eh i'm just going to run everything in um also, i was also playing against him in fantasy also, i had a rough fantasy also week. late game late game the chargers they can i i i love their commitment to just being ballsy and just doing things that they should be doing that the media is going to hate but third and 10 from like their own 10 yard line with like a minute to go in the game no timeouts for the raiders instead of running the ball the chargers and like getting two yards and then punting to the Raiders at the 50 yard line with 25 seconds to go. Instead of doing that, they throw a deep shot down the left side of the field to Josh Palmer and connect to end the game. I love it. I I love the aggressiveness. And, And the thing is, is like, nobody's talking about that. People always talk about their chargers aggressiveness when it doesn't work out, but when it does work out, you never hear anything. I bet whoever's listening to this right now, you if, you if you weren't watching the game, you didn't even know that that happened. Game, I didn't. I you, thought this game ended with the pick in the red zone. No, them. that happened. That happened. That's what people see on the – that interception happened with two minutes and 30 seconds to go in the game with the Raiders having two timeouts. Oh, yeah, so the I Chargers, thought that was like the end. The Chargers still needed to go get one first. Asante Samuel Jr., I don't know what he was doing. Well, why did he he took a knee like there was twenty seconds to go in the yeah, game? Yeah, that's why. That's another reason I thought yeah. it was in the game because he literally slid, and it it looks like on the video he had an easy pick six. Oh, it was definitely a pick <laughs> six. it just slid. It was one hundred percent a pick six. I don't know it, that was ridiculous. Anyway, but Chargers, it worked out. Uh, their aggressiveness worked out, but nobody's going to talk about it because they hate the Chargers aggressiveness. But I I don't hate it. I like it. So anyway, moving on. Patriots and Cowboys. I don't have anything to say about this game. <laughs> the Cowboys, I'm so they, tired of the Cowboys. They, the Cowboys defense just made the Patriots' offense look silly. So yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, bad, bad, bad matchup for the Patriots, that's for sure. For sure. Anyway, moving on. Cardinals at 49ers. 49ers win 35-16. to uh, First thing I want to say about this game is Christian McCaffrey is in a video game. He's not real. Like, he doesn't look real when he's out on the field. It doesn't... It's not fair. Like, this team isn't fair. The 49ers team is so freaking good, and I'm so tired of it. It's just... They've been so good for, like, 10 years. However long Kyle Shanahan's been there, and it, it's just getting old. Why is their defense so good every year, and their offense also unstop, unstoppable? How? how? How do they not have more Super Bowls? It's because of Jimmy Garoppolo, that's why they don't have more Super Bowls. They're like... Oh, man, this team's so good, dude. They're so good. I'm freaking tired of Christian McCaffrey because another dude that I had on my fantasy team this week was dadgum Brandon Iuke. And Brandon Iuke had a fantastic game, but zero touchdowns because Christian McCaffrey's over here just scoring every single yeah, touchdown. Christian McCaffrey's ridiculous. Oh, man. God. I, God. I'm pretty sure Brandon Iuke had like eight catches for like 135 yards or something like I, that. I also want to say that this score looks terrible. The Cardinals did not play terrible, the Cardinals did a good job. Josh Dobbs did, you know, everything was. Decent. The 49ers are just really, really good. The 49ers are stupid, man. Where did the Packers Lions game go? Oh, shoot. Yeah, that was a Thursday night game. Brady's just over here skipping yeah. all his games. Like they didn't that. happen. Thursday night, Lions. I'm glad you mentioned that because it was the last we had finished all the other ones. Lions at Packers on Thursday night football. Lions went 34 to 20. Lions went 34 20. And honestly, it didn't even feel that close. It really feels like the Lions won by more than that. Um, they had complete control from the very beginning of the game. But as a Packers fan, I'm not super worried about this. We just we need to get David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins Elton back. Elton Jenkins is out for the rest of the season. What? With what? I don't know what he did, but I heard I oh, heard it no. on the way back from Kentucky today. Uh, he's out for the rest well, of the season. Well, okay. The Packers aren't making the playoffs then. I, I yeah. still think that they can have a decent year and, and they'll be okay. But if he's not coming back, they're not making the playoffs. Yeah. He. he Oh, my God. I can't. So, what, what is... What, what keeps happening, man? What team has a string hold on this division? The Lions. Which the Lions have got it back. now. Yeah. Yes. If and Jenkins isn't coming back, the Lions have got this division, dude. This is ridiculous. Go ahead. Go ahead and tell me you think the Vikings are beating the Lions. Please say it. I want <laughs> to hear you say it. the Vikings. Oh. They figured a lot of stuff. Even without Elk and Jenkins, the Packers are still going to finish ahead of the Vikings. Oh, my. Bet a Chili's. I done. will bet a Chili's. Dude. Bet a I'll different. do it. You shake on that right now? I I'll think, shake on it. I think, I don't know how this is possible. I legitimately think watching the Vikings and Bears play could be worse than watching the Broncos and Bears play. I don't know how it's possible, but I, I legitimately say- I, I'm legitimately i not going there. I'm not going that far. Okay. That wasn't even a bad game. I'm bro. going that far. It was- I mean, it was entertaining game, but the teams are bad teams. Yeah, it was it was entertaining game though.
1: Both teams may be bad, but like there was so it was good quality. yes, yes it was it we was a very entertaining. You can't say that was a bad
0: game. I, I didn't say it was a bad game. I said it was bad football team. No, Ben said it was a bad game. Yeah. I said, yeah, I'm saying it, it, okay. it wasn't a bad game. Yeah. Sorry, I just get off,
1: ho- off, off
2: the high road, bro. Lay in.
1: <laughs> lay into the command. Get
2: off the
0: high road. Ben's
1: also you got to do that with the every- is, okay? Ben is either they're the greatest of all time No, they suck. They're the worst ever. Ben, <laughs> I'm I'm it, TV ben, TV
0: ben is very hot or cold. I'm not gonna defend myself. I, that's true. It <laughs> legit does get on my nerves sometimes. <laughs>
1: A lot of things I'll mess with you. About. No, that gets on my nerves. You, you gotta, gotta chill out. Gotta
0: keep it interesting, either you're good or not. So you gotta chill out. Chill. Out. I'm a very black and white person. Literally, everything is either yes or no. It's more, just more white than black. <laughs> I don't know, but have you seen my tank? Oh my gosh! Okay, I think we're gonna pause it there. We're gonna go watch the Monday Night Football game, and then we will return and finish the episode. What a great stopping <laughs> spot, guys! All right. <laughs> He's All right, we're back. Uh, That game was honestly not worth our time. We could have... I could have been in bed two hours ago. So uh, I would have much rather have done that than to watch that game. The Giants... um, Going forward... Andrew Thomas is one of the offensive linemen that are out, right? Yeah. You, I mean, how serious is his injury? How long is he going? I don't know how long he's out for, but I do know that Andrew Thomas is one of the best young left tackles in the league. And uh, if he is gone the rest of the season, then yeah. their season is done. If he's done the rest of the season, they seriously may not win another game. Yeah, like it's, and even if when he does come back, one offensive lineman is not going to fix all their issues. Yeah, because I he, mean, Andrew Thomas is great. He's going to help. He's gonna help big time. That, like that, that, that offensive line looks so bad. It's it's a disaster, dude. Man, Daniel Jones, he he is scared to death back there, and I can't blame him. I mean, he's snapping the ball. As soon as he catches the ball, he's either got to throw it instantly or get sacked instantly. And like he doesn't have time to read anything, see anything, look at anything. I mean, it's just there's no there's no reason to run a route twenty yards down the field. He can't hold the ball long enough for a receiver to get down there. And these defensive backs know it. I mean, it's just, it's a disaster, man. Brian Dable, I seriously think he's an offensive genius. There's just nothing you can, when your offensive line is this bad, there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, what man? What's the score of the game? I don't even. It, uh, Seahawks just kicked the field goal to make it twenty four to three. Twenty four three. Yeah, the game's not over yet, but we just started recording this because it's it's so um, it's so bad that Tanner and Gabe didn't even join us just now. So <laughs> apparently Andrew Thomas um, hurt his hamstring week one of the season. Apparently he gave it a go tonight, but still wasn't ready. Oh boy, I wish they didn't even try then. That's yeah. not good. So. Oh God! When's so the, do you know um, when their bye week is? Um, I don't. So he, I, he will be healthy at some point throughout the season, but it's not right now. And he'll he'll help. He'll give a little more time, especially if if Daniel Jones is wanting to have like a deep drawback uh, drop back from his from the left tackle position. It'll help. But over the like as far as the running game goes, it's really not going to make a big difference. Getting Saquon back is going to help a little bit with that. But even Saquon can't do much with that offensive line, man. Like this just. The offensive line is so important. It's I think I am higher on offensive line play than I think anybody. I the I think the offensive line is more important than the quarterback. I really do. It, it's yeah. that important. I would honestly agree with you. Anyway, I mean, look at the Eagles, dude. Yeah. I mean, I think Jalen Hurts is improving a lot. Yeah. I am still not one of the people that has him as like one of the top quarterbacks in the league. But behind that offensive line, he doesn't need to be an elite-level quarterback. He just has all day. Their running game is always elite because they're behind that offensive line. So, yeah. like, I mean, he just he has it made for a quarterback. Dude, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith on the outside yeah, with that perfect. offensive line. It's great, yeah. yeah. But anyway, Giants, if, if something doesn't change quickly with that offensive line, it's going to be a very long, very miserable season. And it's going to be brutal because I'm going to have to listen to Tanner and Ben just trashed me for it the whole year. But it does right, it does not look good. This is bad. This is really bad. I on top of not having an offensive line, I just actually don't think any of the Jets or the Giants receivers are very good. Brandon disagrees with me on this point. You actually you could be right. You could be, but we don't even know. Like the offensive line is so bad we don't even know if the receivers are decent or not. We we have no clue. It's oh man, it's frustrating. But Anyway, well, we're going to end it. That was a very boring and disappointing way to end the weekend. But luckily, there was a lot of other stuff that happened this weekend. Um, I would love to talk about the Seahawks, but the Seahawks really haven't done anything on offense either. <laughs> um, the Giants managed to drive down the field for one drive and then ended up throwing pick six on, yeah. in the red zone. Um That's pretty much it. Both offenses haven't looked great. The one positive, the one individual positive I've seen, I saw from the Giants in this game is Wandell Robinson looks good. Wandell Robinson looks like he's going to be, have like a legit NFL career. He he looks good, looks comfortable, looks quick, good cuts, good hands, which I'm excited about that. Um, But other than that, man, it was really, really, really bad. So anyway, we're going to end it there. And we'll talk to you guys Wednesday. See you guys. Stay humble.